Welcome to It's All Anonymous. I'm your host, Oscar Ruto. This is a podcast dedicated to the lessons I have learned in Alcoholics Anonymous. My intention is to find a way, with your help, dear listeners, to use the 12 steps, not just in recovery, but in all aspects of life. Join me on this journey of spiritual progress. Here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Another Friday, another podcast. This is It's All Anonymous with me, your host, Oscar Ruto. Uh, This is one of those episodes where I have to record as I'm walking home from the station. Time is not on my side, or rather, well, it's time on any man's side. You know, the future is where you go to die, as they say. So I guess we all try to escape time. But that being said, still, I have enough time on this journey home to record an episode. And as, I'll start as usual by showing some gratitude, saying thank you to all you listeners, all you people who've been sharing the podcast, commenting, giving me feedback, just, just listening, generally. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. It's been quite a journey. It's been full of commitment, ups and downs, but I have to struggle no matter what. Well, it's not really a struggle. I just have to keep recording as I promised to record. And for that, I am happy. So... Uh, the last episode did really well, maybe the best episode in terms of listenership. I'm very happy for all the support I got on that episode. I think the shorter episode, episodes do seem to be doing much better than the longer ones. Uh, I do apologize, no, actually I don't apologize, but I do realize that there is a lot of housekeeping at the beginning of my podcast. But you know, it, it is what it is. It's my podcast. I'll do with it as I please. So that being said... Uh, once again, I will not be moving on to step five. I will move a bit further away from the regular programming uh, by not focusing on the steps, but rather to focusing on something that is transpiring in my life, something that a part of the time unearthing. Or I have been, uh, I have been aware of this pattern. I just haven't done much about it. And to explain this cycle, I'm going to use. A post I made maybe, I don't know, sometime in the beginning of the year. A post I put up on Facebook. It's not a poem. It is just something I wrote, something I wrote down. And it goes like this. The post was titled, I am a plaything. And it goes like this. I find myself considering anger, not as an emotion, but as a demon. The ancient Greeks had a similar idea. To them, emotions were gods that used men as playthings. I don't want to believe that I am the plaything of a malevolent god, but I am vulnerable to manipulation by a non-conscientious actor. Once again, the demon anger has perched itself on my bed frame. He whispers into my ear, persuades me into seeing his ways as justifiable. That That to go forth as a warrior of his virtues is in fact virtuous. I listen. He is convincing. His dictums demand action, not brooding, not pondering, not pacing. He commands that I take swift action and maneuver before his time with me is up. To be a man is to act. I listen. He is convincing. Off with their heads, he says. The image of a massacre left in my wake seems appealing. People will definitely think twice before crossing me again. Act now, act fast, he screams. I listen, he is convincing, but I pause and take a glance at the demon. 
his stentorian voice does injustice to the, horror, to the horror that is his form. To look at anger is to be disenchanted by his ways. What I harbor in my chest, the demon passed on my bedroom is vile, twisted, vengeful, unholy. To heed his commands is to earn a seat in his kingdom. To act based on his counsel is to drive myself into eternal damnation. But, I tell you, if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be judged. Do not open yourself up for judgment. So that was the post I made on February 3rd of this year. And the post is pretty obvious. It's about anger. So anger is one of those things that I find myself being unable to control. And maybe trying to control anger in itself is foolish. I have no idea. That being said, it does take massive hold on my life. I don't think I am an angry person. I do believe that there are times where I do have the ability to hold back against my rage. But I am always just holding back. It seems as though I am always on the edge of a massive explosion. That there is a chain reaction that has been building up for years and years and years. And every single day, every single breath is me just trying to say not today, not today. But every once in a while, there is a small reaction. Every once in a while, something does erupt. And when it does erupt, it is not for the faint of heart. It is ugly, it is vengeful, it is vile, it is unholy. And it comes every once in a while. Because I am always just trying to hold anger back. And why is that? Earlier today, my brother and I were speaking about my mother and her will and her strength. And the fact that she is always quick to express herself, whether it's for the good or for the bad, she does not hold back. That being said, when my mother is in fact angry, it is never an extreme expression of anger. It is always calm, it is always controlled. At least it appears that way to me. Now, in my case, I'm never so quick to express my emotion. Whether it's good or bad, I'm not quick to express it. I'm always holding back. And because I always hold back, there's gonna be a build-up. And that build-up erupts. And when it does, I have no control of it. <laughs> it's like a, a balloon filled with air and the air is just released flying widely, insane like a bat across a tiny room. That's what my anger is every once in a while. It is a manifestation of true evil. I do consider that evil because I let that happen. I encouraged it to happen by not letting out bits and pieces of this demonic bile out of my mind. So, what am I saying today? As a person who is a recovering alcoholic, I do see that anger is one of the things that can potentially lead me back to the drink. There is the common abbreviation, HALT, I believe, the things to watch out for if you're struggling with addiction. 
hurts, stands for hunger, anger, loneliness, and tiredness. Now, hunger, <laughs> I'm really hungry. I just eat whenever I can, for the most part. Loneliness, I have a wife and child. Having a wife and a child meant doesn't give you enough room to ever be lonely. Uh, tiredness, I'm tired, but I guess, well, I will say my energy levels seem to be pretty good. Pretty decent, so I'm never truly, truly tired. But anger does arise in me every once and every now and then. And that being said, I do realize something I need to watch out for. I need to keep a bird's eye view on my anger. And maybe the only way I can do this is by showing frustration, allowing myself to show, to show frustration every once in a while, allowing myself to be okay with being frustrated. Because if I can't show that, I'm only, you know, it's like I'm giving materials to a construction site, you know. And this temple we are building, we are constructing is a temple to anger. And by denying room for frustration to express itself, you're giving a little bit more for the, for the construction of the temple of anger. And that's what I'm doing right i keep doing that every now and then i allow this to happen to me and it is destroying me it is this... well it hasn't there have been times in the past when my anger has made it such that i've done really really stupid and embarrassing things fortunately i've never done something that i could not take back but maybe i've just been lucky maybe i've just expressed my anger in front of the right people people who are willing to understand people who have the capacity to sympathize, to empathize. But what if I let this pattern continue and I come face to face with people or a situation that I will not be able to recover from? I'm very fearful of that. I am very, very fearful of that. I am better than this. I am much better than this. Or rather, maybe I can't be much better than this. Well, I do hope so. Well, this is going to be a short episode as I am walking. I do hope you appreciate it. I do hope you find something worthwhile here. As I do find something worthwhile as I'm making the podcast. Despite it being just a walk home. And to end the podcast, I'm going to read your poem because I'm walking. I do not have a copy of my book, Anthology on Demonology, A Poetic Discourse with the Possessed, which is available on Amazon. If you're willing to support a self-published poet, please go and get yourself a copy. If you cannot, for whatever reason, do not fret. I will make it, I will read a poem, as you can see regularly per episode. But if I'm not reading a poem from the book, I'll be reading another poem that I have posted up on Instagram. And maybe that will inspire you to buy the book. So today's poem, today's poem, what will I read for you? It's called Dream a Little Dream. And it goes like this. Blue springs to light in the summertime. Tucked away from the sun's harsh rays, I fantasize about a better life. Beaches, getaways, glorious parades. Everything by the minutia of my day to day. Under that Maudlin haze, beauty slips away, mistakenly dreaming of ifs, I-S-Q is, a moment, a breeze, a love, a life, castaways, throwing away on folly hope, ignorant to the magnificence of a gentle sea, 
and that is a poem called dream a little dream it was posted on august 26th on instagram i hope you enjoyed i hope you liked my poetry if not it doesn't matter i'm still gonna be reading them this is my podcast anyway and i hope you have a lovely weekend it is friday after all thank you so much for listening to it's all anonymous with me your host oscar ruto catch me here again on monday have a wonderful weekend thank you